0: This is episode number 12, and today I'm talking all about how you can improve your cardio and stamina in the saddle. Welcome along to the DressageRiderTraining.com podcast. I'm Nicholas Smith, and in each episode I'll bring you an educational or inspiring message to help you unlock your true potential as a dressage athlete. Are you ready? Let's get into it. I hear it a lot and I get asked all the time about how I can get fitter for riding or that I'd simply need to improve my cardio fitness because I get puffed easy. So today I thought I'd shed some light on how you do this and what the best approach is because often it's thought as the only way to improve cardio is by running. And while running is fabulous, You need to know how to do this correctly and also understand it's not the only way to improve your cardio. Where so many people go wrong with running is that they want to go too fast, too soon, and they run too much, causing shin splints, sore knees, sprained ankles, hips, etc. They don't balance out their training with strength, core or mobility work. They don't build a foundation of movement first and allow the body to improve its natural biomechanics and let the joints and ligaments get stronger over time. You see, ligaments take seven times longer to improve their strength and suppleness compared to muscle. I'm going to repeat that. They take seven times longer. So you need to allow this to happen when building any sort of running program or strength training program. I want you to paint your picture first to explain. Here's Judy. She works in an office job and she sits for the majority of the day. She rides three to four times per week if she's lucky. She does all the normal jobs around the property taking care of the horse as it requires. On the average this means she walks around five to six k steps per day. And over the years she's had a few injuries and niggles here and there. She then decides she needs to get fitter, so she picks up running and decides to hit the pavement five days a week for a 20 minute run. She starts off great and then three to four weeks down the track pulls up with an injury of some sort and decides this running thing is not for me. This goes on repeat year after year and then she just gets more and more frustrated and gives up because... It hurts and then does nothing because if she can't run, what's the point? Because running is the only way to improve my cardio, or so she thinks. So then she thinks this whole exercise thing is simply overrated and then gets frustrated in her riding. Here's the thing. Her body was never allowed the time it needed to rebalance, to build its natural biomechanics again and to be allowed to build its strength up for running on those hard surfaces, Concrete on a road is extremely hard on your joints. You wouldn't run a horse on a concrete day in and day out. We know this. Yet we seem to do it for ourselves. Her body had spent the last few years sitting in a chair and then she expected it to perform at running on these hard pavements. All the ligaments and joints in her hip had stiffened, her back had compressed from being in that chair and in that stationary position. It happens time and time again and riders we typically do too fast, too soon. Yet, if we look at any ligament rehabilitation program for horses, it's so gradual, so sustainable, and for some reason we don't apply this analogy to ourselves, go figure. Before you embark on any running program, you need to ensure you have built up and sustained 10,000 step days consistently for three months. This is steps off the horse, And this is not just because, it's to allow your body to build its strength, stamina and endurance at a sustainable pace. This allows your body to build its proper biomechanics, improve posture, get your joints, ligaments, fascia and muscles all used to the workload. Vital if you do any sort of desk work or sedentary job. This is an absolute must to prevent injury down the track and it's often what is missed out. Everyone just goes from sitting to smashing the pavement with their body that has been stuck in a chair for months on end and then they wonder why they get hurt so often. When we ensure this step is in place, we can then build our fitness and stamina up sustainably. And often just by ensuring this happens, you'll find that your fitness and your cardio for riding also improves. Walking is often underrated as a form of exercise. But the truth is, it has incredible benefits and can be done without much thought. Those 10,000 steps don't have to be in one go. This is accumulated over the period of a day. Getting some form of activity tracker like a Fitbit is a great step to help you gain clarity of where you currently sit. Because you might be surprised, you might think that you're getting 10,000 step days, but you might actually be sitting around 5 or 6k. Or you might be getting 15,000 step days and then you get a big pat on the back. But remember, it steps off your horse. When it comes to running, and if you want to add running into your life, the thing is less is more. We only need to run three times per week if running is your thing. And it's about smart, effective training and intelligent training to make real changes and not just running for the sake of running. You see, running every day does not make you a better runner, nor is it a great way to get fitter as you aren't allowing your body time to rebuild and remodel after the last session. In fact, so many top runners would only run three times per week to combine, and they would combine this with strength and interval work. The key is to structure your running so that you're working different energy systems and getting maximum results and not overtraining the ligaments, the muscles and the joints and inducing wear and tear and decreasing the longevity of your joints. You're wanting to create the right response within your body to get fitter and stronger quicker without burning out and it affecting your riding. The right balance hormonally so that you recover and that your body gets efficient at burning body fat so that you improve your stamina when you ride. The key is to gradually increase your strength and endurance to help you to be able to run for longer periods of time so that running becomes enjoyable and your body doesn't get injured or burnt out in the process. This isn't by running every day of the week, for the same distance and for the same time, which is commonly what happens. The way you structure your running, if running something you want to do, is your three runs ideally spaced with a day in between. So for example... A Tuesday, a Thursday and a Saturday. Then on the days in between, you can do some form of strength, suppleness with yoga, mobility work or strength that helps you improve your alignment and your strength. Then everything combined then ultimately helps you become fit, well and aligned so that you can be able to have more energy to be able to do the things that you love and ultimately feel more balanced in the saddle and be able to move with one with your horse. So the types of runs that you do, the first one is a timed run. So this is your Tuesday run, and like I said, you only do this type of run once a week. This is where you'll run for a set amount of time, starting with only 10 minutes, and you'll try and run as far as you can within that time frame. Gradually, you'll increase this amount up to 20 minutes, but once you hit 20 minutes, this is where you'll stay. This run isn't about the length of time, but instead it's about the distance within the time, leg turnover. Each week you'll try and push the distance that you can run within those minutes or run a distance that takes you around 20 minutes and try and run it faster. The key here is to try and increase your capacity to run further in the short period of time. You wanna start off gentle though. So go for 10 minutes and try and run as far as you can for 10 minutes. And then you can simply walk after those 10 minutes. The next phase is where you would increase the minutes. This is about getting your body stronger. So long drawn out runs will cause you to get injured and tired. These short runs will help you get fitter and stronger and you'll focus this time on your running with great technique and posture. So by having these short runs with good posture you're making sure that your knees are tracking over your toes, everything's working well, your joints are all moving the way they should. When we go long and we go, um, we're slogging it out and those pavements and if everything's not aligned this is where injury's happening. But short, efficient, smart training is where you're really going to be able to get the benefits that you're trying to achieve. So start short though and only do a distance that you can maintain with good running posture. So if 10 minutes is too far, cut it down to 5 to begin with for this timed run and you can build it up. If you're only just starting out running, this is the run you begin with and you only do this one 10 minute run per week for 4 weeks. Then build this up for 20 minutes the following 4 weeks and allow your body to rest and recover. It gives your joints and ligaments time to rebuild. Then in around that, your 10,000 step days, you could do some yoga strength work to help improve your strength, posture and alignment. All of which is going to help your long running long term. So it's not about overnight success, it's not about trying to thrash the payments to try and get quick weight loss. It's about sustainable results. You're wanting to get that sustainable, healthy body over time. You wanna take your time and getting it right with this practice. Once you're maintaining your 20 minute time trial run consistently each week, then you'll look to add in your next run. So don't try and do all three runs at once if you're starting from scratch. The next run you will add in is your sprints so once a week we sprint this is the training you would do on your thursday typically and this is your your sprint so you're 100 percent. you don't have to race anyone else except for yourself and the key here is to go at your absolute maximum for short periods of time there is nothing like sprinting to get yourself stronger through your legs your ligaments but it's short and sharp so your ligaments and your joints don't get overexposed and abused Your legs and your core are working super hard to maintain your posture within short periods of time. The response from your body after sprinting is like nothing else. The great thing though, again you're only doing this once a week. This will increase your capacity to be able to run faster over a longer distance. That means training anaerobically will increase your aerobic capacity. Unfortunately, it doesn't work the other way around. Meaning, if you only train aerobically, slow and steady around that cardio state, it doesn't make you run faster, nor does it help you get much fitter. So, those that, that just rock, jog throughout the week never really get stronger, and they often plateau at their running and they never kind of get those results. When you add in sprints to your week, you'll become stronger and a runner, your muscles become stronger, and you'll get fitter faster. If you're a beginner though, this is where you would add in the next thing after the initial 8 weeks of your time doing that 20 minute trial run and your 10,000 steps. Do both of these for 2 weeks and 4 weeks combined then adding in your third run. Before you sprint, warm up really well by doing a 5 minute slow jog and a couple of 80% short sprint efforts. What I mean by that, if 100% was your maximum, just build up with a couple of short 80% after your 5 minute jog and then hit into your sprints. And so for the first 4 weeks, you do 20 second sprints times 8 and then you'd rest as much as you need in between them. Then, phase 2 for weeks number 5 to 8, you do 20 second sprints with 10 seconds recovery times 8. And then the final phase, phase 3, weeks 9 to 12, 20 second sprint times 12, And you'd rest as much as you needed in between. Again, this comes after your time trial run and it's about building the steps up sustainably. Then the third run you'd add in is the last run you would do per week is your long run. This is where once a week you're trying to increase the amount of time that you can run for and you're improving your endurance. You start at around 20 minutes as your long run And if this is easy for you, you can then run further. The key is once a week, you're increasing the amount of time that you can run for. Only do this once a week. There is no need to go for much longer than 60 minutes if your goal is 10k runs, but ideally aim to build your long runs up 40 to 45 minutes over time. So the way a week might look for you is on a Monday you do a strength program working on your alignment, your posture, making sure that your joints, your ligaments are staying healthy and strong. On a Tuesday, a time trial run 10 to 20 minutes, aiming to go as far as you can in that time frame. Wednesday, working on your yoga, some yoga, suppleness and mobility. Thursday, your sprints. Friday, some core strength and stability work. Saturday, a long run, starting with 20 minutes and build up over time. Sunday, a rest. This is a great balanced and sustainable way to build up your health and your wellness. But like I said, it all starts from the very beginning with those 10,000 step days, adding in one run at a time in accordance to your fitness and your stamina. Now this whole approach can also be applied to cycling or rowing or swimming. So if running's not your thing. Don't think that you have to do it. And this is just advice here if you feel your cardio is an area you wish to improve. The key is the first understanding the vital layer that is important, that foundation of movement, and this is crucial for creating stamina and endurance in your day, all of which is required for riding. So start there invest in the activity tracker like a Fitbit and be really honest with how much you're doing movement throughout your day and every day. And remember, it doesn't include riding steps. And you might find it massively helps just by getting this in place towards your fitness in the saddle. Then add your time trial run and you can do this on a bike, cross trainer or rower and just use this to really get a sweat up for 10 to 20 minutes and then add in interval training and next in the same way, followed by a long endurance session once a week to really help you push the boundaries and your stamina a little more. Running isn't for everyone, so don't feel you have to run if you don't want to. All of this should be done, however, with training, to help improve your posture and your balance. Because even if you are wanting to run, you can't go out there and run sustainably if you've got poor posture and alignment in your body, just the same as when you're in the saddle. So doing effective short workouts that improve your imbalances and help with your alignment, like the 12-week dressage rider training program, will really help you sustainably build up and is a really good place for you to start before even thinking about running. This, with your foundation of movement and the three 20-minute workouts per week, like in the program, is a recipe for success and is a great efficient use of your time so ultimately you can be able to spend more time riding. All of this gives you the foundation for success and once you have this in place, you can then add those runs in if you feel you need the extra cardio and again, only introduce it one at a time. I hope you found this useful. Do let me know if you have any questions. Otherwise, I'll see you on the next episode. That's it for this episode. If you found it helpful, make sure you download my free guide at dressageridertraining.com. It will help you get started on your journey to becoming the best rider you can be. If you know others who might like the show, please do share this with them. My goal is to help others enjoy their riding even more by taking care of themselves as much as they do their horses. And finally, if you have time to give this podcast a review, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.